on June 29th in Rama, Finland. It's the biggest international pro wrestling super show in the Nordics of Europe. Wrestlers from 10 different countries in eight big matches featuring Matt Cross from the USA, Yoshihiro Tajiri from Japan, Sadie Gibbs from England, Jörn Simmons from Holland, Ivelisse from Puerto Rico, Scotty Davis from Ireland, Starbuck from Canada, Heimo the Wildman Ukonselka from Finland, and Mako Satomura from Japan. Part of ticket proceeds will go to the Finnish Muscular Dystrophy Foundation, Lihastautilito. Be a part of the biggest international pro wrestling super event in Northern Europe this summer. Tickets now available through Ticketmaster Finland. Get yours today! All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here. We are here at WrestleAid. We're getting ready to kick things off. The doors are open. People are filing in. And I am joined by one of the members of the big tag team matchup tonight. We have Carlos Zamora. How you doing, Carlos? I'm good. Don't forget about El Guapo. El Guapo, that's yeah. right. I, I wanted to ask you about this El Guapo um, persona that you seem to carry around mm. tell, tell me about that like where where did you find that and how important is that to you i think it's uh very important that when you get uh into wrestling business you got to find uh some way some gimmick some way to connect with the people and i think el guapo is like an extension of my of myself you know turned out to a 10 so i would say it kind of looked like a, a mix of eddie guerrero meets Razor Ramon, All right. but in my own way. So I have this uh, MMA background, so I use it a lot. Okay, and so are you actually currently fighting in uh, any kind of MMA league or or actual fights are you having these days? I just fought like three weeks ago in front of 3,000 people. Wow. So my nose is broken, you can't tell. Yeah, uh, I can't. Yeah. You look great. Thank you, you too. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but uh, That's that Razor Ramon coming yeah, out Yeah, man. So, like, after the fight, I got really black eyes. I looked like a panda for two weeks. Wow. Then, so I had to work a wrestling match uh, the next week. The week after my MMA, I was totally busted in my face. But, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the animal of the, the, yeah. the nature of the beast. So you just got to do what you got to do. So they covered me up uh, pretty good. So they couldn't see my black eyes and my broken nose. Perfect. Yeah. So what what do you um, what did you get into first? Were you like a training MMA and then decided to become a professional wrestler? I started uh, with MMA and I had a tryout for wrestling. I've always been a, a big fan of wrestling and Denmark, where I grew up in. It's not a, that big of a wrestling uh, country. So I pushed. I, I got a. I got a tryout and then I, I did really good. Like the the moves were so easy yeah. to do. I uh, you know just it's just easy for me to do the moves. And in your style that you that you showcase in the ring, are you uh, like I guess using that MMA background uh, in in your actual fighting style? Yeah, I think my style is very realistic. I hate seeing like crappy ballet wrestling. Yeah, oh, yeah. I really want to go and and show people that. Uh, my punches, my kicks are really close to to reality. Yeah. And also I mix it up with some high-flying stuff and some power moves. Great. So you have this kind of European strong style in a way. Yeah, I got, I got El Guapo style. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So you're, you're tagging with uh, Big Mick Vinylove, who's from Estonia. Yeah. And um, uh, I guess you guys have uh, warmed up together. You're you're feeling each other out as into what you're going to do and... Uh, 
Like, how do you feel going into this match? I mean, you haven't tagged with Mick before, um, as far as I know, anyway. But um, do you feel confident? Do you feel like you guys are going to bring it as a tag team? Oh, for sure. I just warmed up with him. He's a he's a big he's a big dude. We complement each other really good. So whatever he he does, it's really going to be uh, off the charts tonight. And what do you think about the team you're facing with uh, Paul Pecco and Patrick Mieto? Uh, they're like really solid Finnish uh, new gen- generation wrestlers. I know Paul Pecco went to the same boot camp or uh, camp wrestling, so I know his style is very uh, flashy, and uh, I'm going to test him tonight. You think you're going to try to take him to the ground? Is that like maybe a tactic for somebody like him who does a lot of uh, high-flying the, the, stuff? The, the thing is, uh, El Guapo doesn't do MMA. He does the high-flying, so I'm going I'm to do flashy shit myself. You try to one-up him, maybe? Yeah, why not? All right, I love it. Well, uh, and then I guess the last question for you, uh, just so we can get things moving, I don't want to take too much time out of your schedule here before your match, but so you, this is the first time for you in Finland? It is, and it's a pleasure. Oh, yeah. So did you, uh, like, what have you seen, and did you get any chance to, I guess, experience something Finnish? Yeah, especially the salmon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I ate that yesterday, today, and maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough. You better yeah. fill yourself with the salmon before I you will. leave here. I will, man. Well, thank you so much, not only for being on Shooting the Shiz out here with me, but for coming all the way to Rauma, Finland for WrestleAid. This is a pretty amazing event. I can't believe I'm a part of it. So, uh, And I'm going to be refereeing your match, so you better keep it in line. Yeah, I don't heard screw you up. Had, yeah, I have heard you had uh, really uh, great comments uh, about professional wrestling referees. I'm going to add a question here because um, I have heard that you have said uh, that the referee is quite an important uh, person in the ring. So what's your question? Uh, tell me about that. About the like referees? How, how you feel about referees. Referees are really important. They're part of the show. And to, 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 to have that part where you're professional is very important to me because I take my, my job, my career very seriously. Good. Well, yeah. I hope that I do it justice and I can't wait to hear some feedback afterwards. But keep yourself in line. I want to see the El Guapo stuff. But uh, definitely... Uh, you know, listen to me. Orale, so. orale, viva la raza. All right, thanks, Carlos. Have a good match. All right, now we have a very special guest here all the way from England, and Sadie Gibbs. How are you doing, Sadie? I'm not bad. It's nice weather. Yeah, it is. A bit hot. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, sorry about that. It's usually cold, no, it's as lovely. they say. It's lovely, to be honest. <laughs> it's been pouring down all week in England. So. Ah, yeah. Have you wrestled in the rain before? All right. Well, good thing it's not. It doesn't look like it's going to rain today, yeah. but because uh, I guess that could get pretty slippery and tough. But um, you're, I guess, no shy person to toughness. Because if anybody follows your Instagram at all, they see <laughs> some absolutely unbelievably insane workouts that yeah. you happen to pull off. And uh, there's no smoke and mirrors there. That's for sure. No. So no, that is literally my my zen. Yeah, yeah. And you're like a big, like I guess, fitness fanatic. You're I'm teaching obsessed. CrossFit, is that right? Yeah, I literally coach from six till nine at night most days. Really? Yeah. All yeah. right. Now, what do you? Because uh, we were talking before on the podcast about CrossFit is like kind of the new uh, pro wrestling training uh, in a way that it seems like a lot of these hyper athletic um, wrestlers like yourself 
are big into CrossFit. Yeah, just because, like, obviously wrestling's agility. It's, you know, one minute you're lifting some someone really heavy, the next minute you have to sprint. Um, so the way you train in CrossFit, it really converses well over to wrestling. So it's just it's just great for all sports, really. Right. And so were you into CrossFit before you got into professional wrestling as an actual wrestler? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've always been into fighting. That's something that I've loved since I was a kid. And obviously, I was a gymnast for nearly 10 years. Oh, right. Um, uh, I also did pole vaulting. So I've done loads of crazy wow. stuff that kind of all goes, has all come together to help make me the wrestler that I am today. And were you a fan while, while you were a kid? Yeah, as a kid, massively. And then life kind of pulled me away. Um, I started studying for what, what's my other business that I do, which is my CrossFit teaching. Right. And, my personal training, and I made a business out of that, and that allowed me to become and have the time to wrestle. Right. And, uh, yeah, invest like I did for the solid two years, three years now that I've been doing wrestling. Wow. And so. you have wrestled all over the world. You've been in Japan yeah. and, uh, I guess, all around Europe. Have you been to the United States yet or Canada? No, about, no I'm about to go there in a week's time to all America, right. so I'm debuting in a week's time. Yeah, congratulations yeah. with that, by the way, because you have signed a contract yeah. or deal and wait, with AEW, this yeah. all-elite wrestling phenomenon. So congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Everybody's yeah. really proud, actually, to have all of the wrestlers here today that seem to represent quite a... Quite a big, I guess, world of wrestling where we have uh, people from Japan, you know, all over Europe and the United States and that have been on these major wrestling promotions. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty special and incredible for Finnish people here and Finnish wrestling fans. But where did it all begin, the, the wrestling part for you? So I, I believe my whole journey kind of led me to it, but there was something in me that was always always wanted to do a form of mixed martial arts but it was just building the confidence to do it and I think like I come across really confident but like anyone it's overcoming to become that person you know mm. and um, yeah over time I've just done everything I want to do without the anxiety and mm. it's led me to a path that I feel fulfilled in really like, right and I was online looking I used to apply for a lot of castings and randomly I did I didn't know much about the indie scene in all honesty yeah um I knew about impact and WWE but I didn't really know how huge worldwide wrestling was and how mm. you know all these other promotions that are out there for people but I found that I went to my tryout so I applied for a WWE tryout mm. um, and I got given one without the blue didn't know what to expect turn up and um had my tryout, and they basically pulled me aside in the second day and said, you're everything we'd hire. You just need to go away and prove to us this is what you want because it's not all glitz and glam. And yeah, exactly. Since that, I came away, and I just I used to travel five hours for training because I didn't really know where the schools were, so I used to go to fight club and travel oh, yeah. all out there every week. Wow, yeah. Stay over the night, train, come back. and hmm. Yeah, so I kind of just engrossed myself into it. That's from, the way to do it, I from guess. From that tryout. Yeah, yeah, I just got obsessed and... Since that, I marketed myself. I was already had a brand online, mm. so I kind of marketed off that and came up with the Amazing Grace because my background. Right. I kind of thought everything I fouled at has kind of made me the person I am now. Right. And that's through Grace, and I thought that's going to be my character because that's what I'm all about. So I yeah. kind of based it off what you know, my persona, hmm. who I am. Yeah. And so, I mean, your I guess rise as a a female wrestler in this this day and age where like women's wrestling is becoming 
really popular, but uh, it seems as though uh, some people might think that it's a bit easier for a, a woman to become a wrestler these days, but then the mm. competition might be pretty damn hard. I would say I, I, I came into wrestling at perfect time, right. to be honest, and I'd say women's wrestling started really coming up from the moment I seem to have come, which was three years ago, two, two yeah. three years ago. It's really just gone whoop. Yeah. Um, but when I first started, there wasn't many women doing it. It wasn't as, like now, it's renowned. There's so many women wanting to wrestle, and it's it's great. It's really great. So I guess, yeah, the competition now, if you look at the talent, like the WWE, NXT, and UK have just had a tryout. Yeah. It's huge. Uh, when I did my tryout, it was me and one other girl. Wow, wow. And neither of us were wrestlers. So that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So it just shows now that... They're not just getting in people with a look and then training them up. It's like people actually want to... There's more women that actually want to be... Right. It's, there's definitely more of a competition now, 100%. And so what would be your, like, words of wisdom then? I mean, I know that you're, I guess, uh, for a lot of people, very new to the business still. Yeah. But uh, as well, you've rose really quickly uh, and uh, you will be debuting for AEW. And so I guess that's, like, such a massive... Uh, it's a dream for... Yeah. Basically, uh, everybody in the yeah, wrestling including. industry. So, um, what? How did you? How do you think that came about? Were you just lucky, or is there some kind I'm, of uh, you know combination of luck and something else? I wouldn't else? say lucky. I would say it's it, there's a form of like you are lucky because you're fortunate to be in the right place, right time to get the opportunity. Because I mean, there's you could line up a load of girls and they've all got something about them. Um, but I would say I found a niche. That's what I would, that would be my advice. I realised there's something that a female had never done, and mm. that was a Sasgate. And I did my research, and I was like, hmm, never seen a, a woman, like a girl do that. Yeah, explain to people what that is. Uh, so Sasgate's like a handspring with a somersault over the ropes. Yeah. You join the two together. And I actually corkscrewed it in Japan as well. Yeah. Um, which no one's ever done. So... It's it's kind of finding something that you can make your own, and then building off that. Get get someone to get people to notice you for something, mm. and then you build off that. It's right, like right. Having that that was my idea. Then that's how I kind of that was my idea when I got into business. I thought, what's going to make me stand out? There's so much talent. Yeah. I know I can flip. I know I can do this. But what big thing is going to make people go wow? Mm. You know. All right. And that was that was it for me. That was my kind of thing, and I built off that. And I I just think. The main thing is don't focus on everybody else in wrestling and keep comparing yourself, which I think a lot of people get caught up in. Right. I think literally just be inspired and creative in yourself and try and find what's going to make you stand out. I hear Not, you. Yeah. That's and really good advice. That's what works, I think, in, in the business itself. And I think, uh, I mean, from looking at uh, your social media, your brand, it seems like it's just nonstop. You're yeah. constantly doing something. And I guess to take a break in the wrestling industry means that people will forget about you or means that that brand kind of... I think with your with your brand, like anything, people want to know they're following somebody. And so as well as you, you kind of got to keep a little bit of reality out, you still got to keep the realness there. People got to know they're following someone that's yeah. real. And, you know, and that's what I try and do. I try and show parts of my life that I live and... and yeah, you you do have to keep your face out there. Because like any brand, if like, for instance, comparing Nike and Adidas, if Nike stopped promoting herself and Adidas was all over the TV, who are you going to remember? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's just, 
like any brand, if you want your face out there, you've got to keep marketing yourself. Yeah, it is a business. Now, you've been all over the world like we've talked about, but now you're in uh, Rauma, Finland, of all places, for this WrestleAid uh, event. Did you say that? Rauma. Rauma. I'm, I'm actually Canadian, but... Uh, yeah. is, uh, Rauma. you got to do the rolling R. Don't worry Rauma. about it. Rauma. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. You're, the, you're yeah. just about finished. But... Um, <laughs> But uh, so, what do you think about this matchup? You're in the main event with uh, two other unbelievably talented in Ivelisse Velez yeah. and Mako Satamura. It's it's amazing to be in the room. Both both talents. I mean, I had my eye on Mika um, Mika Satamura as soon as I started wrestling. She was someone that I was like, oh my god, be a dream to wrestle. And Ivelisse is just as well the perfect match for me. She's someone that I would... I always look at people that are very feisty and just strong style in the ring, and I couldn't have more strong style, yeah. to be honest, in in this match. So, And as well with Ivelisse's lucha background, it's going to be... It's going to be a really diverse match, I think. And Starbuck has talked a lot about this is a, literally a worldwide matchup where you're representing the UK and Europe. We have yeah. Meiko Satomura representing Asia with Japan. And then Ivelisse yeah. representing America. So it's it's pretty amazing, like from all over the world. And this is your first time in Finland. And give us a quick little, I guess, roundup of what your experience has been like in this, I guess, short amount of time. Well, since I arrived, it's just been incredible. Like the first thing I when I came on the plane, I was like filming out the window. It's so green. <laughs> I was like, it's just so green. <laughs> Um, so it's a beautiful country, and it honestly is a pleasure to be here. It's been really... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? When it's good hosting, it's been... I guess a, a pleasure. You've had a good... Pleasure is a great word, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just the whole experience has been amazing so far, and, yeah. Oh, that's really great to, to hear. a lot, which is... And you've eaten some salmon. I've eaten a lot of salmon. <laughs> 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 I think every meal's been salmon. But, no kidding. Um, Yeah, I love salmon, so it's yeah, all good. Not after this weekend, maybe, <laughs> so much. But I'll have a break from it. Yeah, there you go. Well, thank you so much for yeah. being here in, in Rama, Finland, for WrestleAid and Slam Wrestling and on Shoot and the Shiz out here with me. And have a break a leg in your match, I guess, not literally, but <laughs> as they say, to whisk away the bad luck. And yeah. uh, thanks again for everything. And thank you. Bring it. Okay. Thank you. Skip is the oldest sports supplement brand out of Europe since the 1970s. Engineered by professors, doctors, and scientists at Sweden's leading medical university, Karolinska Institute, Skip products are pharmaceutical grade, meaning that they are the highest quality available on the market today. Meaning they work. If you're after results, you wouldn't put low-octane gas in a turbocharged high-end sports car engine Would you? Neither would you put junk-quality supplements into your body as an athlete. All Skip products are first tested amongst top athletes to ensure their efficiency. Choose the best. Skip Nutrition. That's skip.fi. S-K-I-P dot F-I. Red Skull Hot Sauce. Fiery sauce focused on flavor. Made by a Canadian in Helsinki. Awesome sauce in a sweet-ass skull bottle. That's Red Skull Hot Sauce. R-E-D-D -D Skull Hot Sauce. On Facebook and Instagram.
And welcome again. I have another special guest. Uh, they are all special guests today. I guess that's the, that's the deal. That's <laughs> kind um, of the point. Yeah, exactly. From all over the globe, really. I guess we got nine different countries representing here. And really? now we have a young, quite gigantic <laughs> gentleman representing, uh, I guess, oddly enough, a gigantic person representing the Netherlands. Oh, yeah, that's so weird, right? Yeah. Because Dutch people are so small. Yeah, it's general. weird. Yeah. It's the, isn't it the shortest people in the world? Yeah. Next, <laughs> yeah, to the, right? next to the pygmy people in it's, Africa? It's funny, because I found out that I was a big dude in wrestling, but, like, uh, height-wise, I'm, like, average height where I'm from. Like, I'll, like, I'll walk <laughs> to my gym and I'll see, like, 16, 17-year-old kids who are taller than me. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like, I, I think uh, I, I've been there and I feel like a like a child. Yeah. Like a really I, like, young child. I, like, I remember when I was 18, like, I, like I went to England, like, yeah. to London, and they have, like, the, the shopping street. I don't remember, like, exactly what it's called. But, like, I remember that being a point... Of me realizing, like, oh, like, I'm actually a tall person. Yeah, because yeah. I could literally w- uh, look over everybody. <laughs> and I would accidentally <laughs> bump into people because I didn't see them. Oh, yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. Gee, there's a problem to have. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I didn't say it, this is Jurn Simmons oh, from, yeah. the ne- from the Netherlands. <laughs> he rudely cut me off there. Oh, I'm Probably so not going to have him back. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much for coming here to Rauma, Finland, for WrestleAid. Yeah, and uh, it's a pretty special event. Uh, we're outside on a top deck of a parking lot. It's yeah, pretty classic. <laughs> it's a very odd venue, but yeah, I yeah. like it. I mean, like it happens to be pretty good weather, so that definitely helps a lot. There yeah. you go. <laughs> have you have you wrestled a lot outside outdoors? Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> actually, 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 quite a bit. Like, of course, like most of it, I've done indoors. You know, but like I remember, like the first weekend that I wrestled, like the first like nine matches i had were at like some music festival oh in yeah Netherlands, so it was outdoors as well hmm. wow you know so like, and i've done, done like a bunch of those kind of shows so i've yeah i've wrestled outdoors before and you wrestled a lot in germany uh you were saying earlier yeah yeah i mainly wrestle in germany for wxw west side extreme wrestling west side yeah All right. is that how they say it no, no, they never do. They also like it's extreme with like it starts with the X, right? Yeah, I feel like the name is kind of like uh, hasn't aged that well. No, yeah, because <laughs> the name is like very early two thousands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people for, people didn't know how to spell back then. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so what? What was the big thing that actually got you into wrestling? And like, why did you go for a tryout or go for training? Or how did you really get into this uh, circus business? Uh, well, well, the thing was like I always liked it as a kid, right? Like I saw it on TV when I was like nine or ten, and right. I was like instantly hooked and all that stuff. And like pretty quickly on, like I was, I was just convinced, like, all right, this is something yeah. that I want to do, you know. But like my whole idea was always like I just, I just knew WWE. Yeah, yeah. So so my thing was like, oh, this is just a thing in America. So I'll just like I'll get out of school, I'll start like working, I'll save up money, and then I'll travel to America and like start wrestling there, you know. And then like when I was like twenty, I think my dad found out there was a wrestling school in in the Netherlands. Oh yeah, you know. So so then I just went over there and then like. That's how things got started. They're like, you're a little bit short, but uh, I guess yeah. we'll take you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was a funny thing. Like, when I showed up to the wrestling school, like, 
like, like as we were talking about, like all Dutch people are all like giants, right? Yeah. And I'm average height, and I show up to a wrestling school, and I was like, of course, this is the place. Where I'm a big dude. <laughs> yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah, all like, the like short yeah, Dutch like, people are like, I'm gonna. Yeah, this is like, what like I'm all, gonna do. all the all the tiny Dutch people are like, all right, I'm gonna be a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there a big uh, like a. Uh, I guess midget wrestling, or can you say midget anymore? A little small, people, little person it's, wrestling it's, it's, industry it's, it's, in in the Netherlands at all? No, not at all. They're just or at least short not that people. I know. Of. There's a, there's a couple of little people that are on, are involved in some wrestling shows. Yeah, as like managers and that kind of thing. But I think that's about it. That because that's like a that would be pretty amazing actually. The the difference <laughs> if, if, in if height, the, you know. Yeah, if the big scene in the in the Netherlands, like the big wrestling scene, is a little people wrestling. Yeah. Scene. <laughs> Wouldn't that be just? Yeah. That would be actually quite amazing. Because <laughs> all, all the all the Dutch giants, they go like, "This is just weird." Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> usually, yeah, like you you would watch WWE to see like uh, the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. And yeah. When you all are that big, it's not really that special. So it's yeah. like you want to see, you know, <laughs> Warwick Davis and uh, those guys go yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Warwick Davis versus Peter Dinklage. There you yeah. go. Yeah. That's a dream match. You know, right that's there. on top of the card. Yeah. But um, so, what? Who was your big, I guess, main influence? Who did you? Who did you want to be as a kid? Um, I or, guess I, I guess uh, I don't know. Like it, like it always kind of changed because wrestlers like kind of fade in and out. Yeah, right? yeah. But like I was like I was I was just a major fan of like. <laughs> Like really big jacked up dudes, right? Yeah. So like, like I really like Kane growing up, and then like I really like Brock Lesnar and Batista. Like All right. Those kind of guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. who do you like? Uh, I guess who inspires you right now? Oh, that's a oof, that's a tough question because it's I I, f- I feel like like the more I get involved personally with wrestling, like the less I kind of keep up with wrestling. Yeah, itself. I know what you mean. Um, I think like John Cena in general is a super inspirational person right. you yeah, know yeah. just the way he goes about everything and i think like from just like a pur- pure like wrestling like in in ring product kind of thing i i think randy orton is a huge inspiration yeah because wow. he's like stood the test of time like so much like you know exactly I mean? like just he's been going on for so long and still like just keeps up with everybody you know yeah, and yeah. like <laughs> like he's like he's better than pretty much everybody even on his worst day yeah. You know, so like that's I, even when I, he's lazy, somehow he makes it happen. <laughs> yeah, like it's incredible. Like <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but yeah. And what do you off. what do you think about uh, your match here tonight with Hamo uh, Hamo Ukanselka? Uh, I'm excited for it. You know, like I like I've I've never met Hamo before un- until this weekend, but like I I heard from a couple of like German wrestlers that like he's a real solid dude. So yeah, like, he's wrestled a lot in Germany. I know. Yeah. So so I was just like ah, oh, that, that'll probably be fun, you know. And then like, uh, so yeah. It, it it should be all right. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> what do you what do you want to bring to the table? Are you like, um, I guess, what is your style? What do you want to like? Are you want to test Hamel with something, or are you just gonna? Yeah, I I, I think it's just gonna be like kind of a big slugfest, you know, and just just kind of a fight. Because I think like other matches on the card have more of like the like flippy clean business wrestling, and maybe the flips and like all that stuff. And I think like when people like see the two of us. They more expect a bit of a brawl. Yeah, so I figure that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Great, the two two big, big, big beefy dudes, big bald beefy dudes. <laughs> yeah. All right, I like it. Yeah. Well, and then so is this your first time in Finland? Yeah, absolutely. A yeah. lot of firsts for people here. 
And what did you, how did you feel about it, I guess, uh, so far? What are your big thoughts of Finland as a, a country? You um, know, like, like, I've liked the experience so far because especially, like, uh, like because this is the second day I'm here. Like, I arrived yesterday, right? And then, uh, so yesterday, we all went out eating yeah. together, like, and all that kind of stuff. And, like, I enjoy, like, taking in, like, part of the culture because yeah. you, you don't do that a lot exactly. at wrestling shows, right? Like, you usually fly in, you see the hotel and the venue, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, I like I like that, and, like, in general, like, from just driving around and stuff, like, what I can gather is, like, uh, I, th- I think Vi- Finland is a very pretty country, like, with all its nature and everything. Like, oh, yeah. I'm super impressed by it. So I, th- I think it's really beautiful. So, yeah, I think... I'm really enjoying my time here so far. Great. Is it? Uh, does it compare to like Netherlands? Just like a few less windmills or whatever. <laughs> well, it's like it's 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 comparable in a sense, but also different. You know what I mean? Like like uh, Nedel- Netherlands is very flat. You right. Know what I mean, like whereas Finland's like still has like hills and all. Yeah, like, especially mountain, where mountain we are on this side. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, but on on the flip side, like, in Finland here as well, like, there's a lot of water, which is the same as in the Netherlands, especially where I'm from. Right. And then, like, a lot of forest areas as well, which I think is, like, that's, you know, that's in the Netherlands as well. So, yeah, like, it's comparable, but also different. So, so you kind really of feel like comfortable, it. but then again, but it's super still uncomfortable. New, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So All it's right. Cool. Okay. Well, hey, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, no good problem. luck in your match, and uh, thank you. can't wait to to see how it goes. I, I think I'm lucky enough not to ref that match, oh, all so right. I'll stay out <laughs> of harm's way. Finally, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, give it your all, and uh, can't wait to watch it. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. We are at Wrestle Aid here in Rauma, Finland. And we have one of the brightest budding stars of the pro wrestling industry in Europe and probably the world. He's super young for, uh, from what I understand, quite full time. I think you were, yeah. people were talking about uh, that Scotty Davis, who I'm talking to right now, is the youngest full time pro wrestler, at least in Europe. Yeah, as far as I know, it could be the case, yeah. And so you're wrestling out of Ireland? Yeah, I'm wrestling out of Ireland, but I wrestle in like parts of the UK almost every weekend. All right. We heard we heard from you or heard about you actually from uh the owner and operator of OTT. He was yeah. uh bigging you up pretty good and uh you have already wrestled today uh Victor Tukki. Unfortunately, I guess you uh lost this one yeah but um we really want you back that's for sure you you wowed the crowd uh, took a really uh, i was the referee for that match i was very concerned for your health actually you yeah. you did some pretty suicidal like stuff so um how are you feeling after that bout i'm feeling all right now um yeah, i don't usually feel kind of like uh, bashed up and stuff after my matches uh so right now i feel good you know i'm no, in the morning, whether you're young, anything's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, so right now I feel fine. Like, all right, and how was it to actually uh, fight Victor Dukki? Because he was bringing it to you pretty it good. Was good, yeah. Like he, he's fairly aggressive, you know. He has like, has has like tons of potential. Just, just very like. No, he's very aggressive. He's quite big on himself, so yeah, that that's kind of daunting in the ring room. So like, yeah, like he's a good lad. Yeah, well, yeah, and he doesn't follow the rules very often, but uh, that's, I guess, my job anyway. But um, 
Let's talk about how, I guess, you fell into the wrestling industry. I mean, how long have you been pro? Uh, I've been a pro wrestler now five years. I started when I was 14, but I've been doing freestyle wrestling since I'm six years of age, so that's it's always been a thing. And then pro wrestling was my ambition. Right. So since you were a kid, you wanted to be a pro wrestler. It's all I've ever really wanted to be. I could never see myself as anything other than a pro wrestler. Oh, wow. So here you are living your dream. And uh, one of, I guess, somebody who's put you under his wing, from what I understand, is what many are talking about uh, and, I guess, describing as the best professional wrestler in the world right now. And Will Ospreay is his name. Yeah. um, Get on great with Will. I talked to Will a couple of times when he first came off to Ireland with OTT. And then um, I was at a stage where I had wrestled everywhere in Ireland and I was doing great in Ireland, but I had to move on from that. I had to kind of like expand. And through doing that, I had to break out in the UK. And it was only Will Ospreay then who would actually give me a platform to perform in front of and like showcase myself in the UK. Wow. So because of him now, I've had this big boom in the UK and I, and, and I owe a lot of my success in the UK to him. That's really great. I mean, somebody who, I guess, he's he owns the world just about now in, yeah, in terms fantastic. of pro wrestling, and for him to reach out to, you know, somebody, a young person, and, and give him a platform like that is. I've, pretty I've been extremely fortunate in regard to who I've had training me. Like I've, I've done like classes, and I've like had guidance on the likes of uh, Pete Dunne, like Travis Banks, wow. and even like you talk about Ireland. I've like I train with Jordan Devlin every week, and I regard him as one of the best in the world. Too. Yeah, I've, definitely. I've, I've trained with Becky Lynch numerous times. I've trained wow. with Finn Balor numerous times. So like, there's like fantastic talents who like I've I've talked to plenty and uh, I've trained under plenty and I've just been really fortunate in truly these few years to have those that, people guiding me. Yeah, that's quite amazing. I mean, when you have, I mean, it's not only star power. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's actual like work rate. Yeah, and it's that level of intelligence through that, that mm. combined amount of experience too, and like. Yeah, like these ridiculously intelligent people, and they just know what they're talking about. And when they talk, I listen. Yeah, and so growing up, I guess while you were a pro wrestling fan, did you have like uh, somebody you wanted to be like? Um, I always like had me favorites, like the likes of Kurt Angle, like coming from a freestyle background. Um, the likes of Rob Van Dam, I'd have I'd take huge influence from. Right. Um, Obviously, the likes of Eddie Guerrero and things like that. So, like, okay. kind of mix it out. Like, the kind of cruiserweight style of WCW as well, I'd be mad into. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, I was watching WCW and ECW, and during that whole, you know, Monday Night Wars, that was, of course, like the big, big time for me in the late 90s yeah. and all that. And, um, that it was great that WCW actually gave a platform for those cruiserweights, you yeah. know, and a lot of those uh, luchadors and Japanese wrestlers. Yeah, a lot and of them, like Chris Jericho's one of my favorites ever, and he like he came from there and he got to showcase himself there, and that's yeah. where people seen him. There you go. And now, is is there like a goal for you right now? Like, is there some place that you want to see yourself? I don't. I wouldn't want to tell you five years, but yeah. you know, what are you working towards right I've, now? Well, I've had talks with a lot of big companies about this side of the world and the other side of the world and right now I kind of I understand that as I do have a lot of potential at the moment a lot of people like won't realize exactly how much potential I have and if I were to sign somewhere soon I don't think it'd be as beneficial with me so yeah. my plan pretty much is to like become the best in Ireland ensure I'm the best in Ireland and that everybody knows I'm the best in Ireland and from there become the best in the UK ensure everyone knows I'm the best in the UK and then from there Europe and then 
from there, who knows? Yeah. When I'm the best in Europe and I'm undeniably the best in Europe, then, uh, you know, offers will come in and people will just know. And, like, I know it's, I know it's a very, very, um, like, could say cocky thing to say. I'm just really confident in my ability and I know that I'll, mm. get, there, I'll get to that stage one day and that I'll get that kind of recognition one day. Yeah, I think you have to have the confidence, especially yeah. with uh, being a pro wrestler. If you don't, yeah. if you're not confident in what you're doing, yeah. I think that uh, you're just mm. never going to make it. You probably yeah. uh, also could be quite dangerous in the in the wrong ways. So yeah, and I feel like I feel like I've improved like tenfold over the past year because my confidence has had that much of a boost. And like I went th- I went on a bit of a dip, um, kind of mid two thousand eighteen. I wasn't really sure uh, what I had coming up, and I thought like oh, I'm kind of losing a bit of momentum. But then like from there, you know, I started breaking out to the UK, and like from now to the end of the year. Like already, there's not a week where I'm not wrestling. Yeah. So it's. I'm and I've busy at the moment. I've heard that you have actually got the the privilege to wrestle Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah, that was an honor, and uh, you know it was surreal at the time, and I, right now it's still pretty surreal to me that I've wrestled Jushin Thunder Liger, and I've like even in Orleans, in Orleans, like biggest stadium that like an independent promotion have ever performed in front of. There was a. Like over two thousand people there, yeah, they wow. got to witness kind of me beating Liger on that stage, and I got to learn from him, and it was just, just an amazing experience overall. I can I can only dream about it, I guess. But uh, so going from wrestling Jushin Thunder Liger and you know in Ireland in front of like uh, the crazy Irish crowd of over yeah, the top. I wild. mean those wild. those guys are you, well your guys anyway. You're you're group of uh of fans there are just just nuts I, I love watching that ott stuff because the crowd is probably more into it than i've ever seen a crowd be before so i mean yeah it's insane i'm privileged to be there every month yeah and then you go from there and now you're in uh a lot of people would say in the middle of nowhere but uh this mm-hmm. really cool town of rama finland and you're uh wrestling for slam wrestling at this wrestle aid uh, big event here, and how was your experience? I guess like uh, uh, getting to know Finland. It was an absolute pleasure. I've uh, I've always been really into the culture of Nordic countries, and I've always wanted to explore them and kind of get to see them. And even when I when I arrived yesterday, I got to see them in the forest, get to kind of like indulge in like Finnish culture somewhat. And I, f- I thought that was a fantastic experience, and it's something that like not a lot of promoters would do for me. But mm. like, for this time, it was like it was a really special moment for me, and I was very happy with it. And I was like delighted I got to see that bit of Finland. And uh, just her, like, just it's pretty much a beautiful country altogether. And really, really happy to be here. Yeah, well, we are unbelievably happy that you're here, and definitely want you back. And uh, maybe we back. can call you sometime and we'll do a do a bit of a longer interview for this yeah. podcast we have shooting the shiz at with Starbuck. But Scotty Davis. Uh, Sorry that you lost today, but uh, definitely come back and, and give it and win another one. Absolutely. All right. Happy thanks a lot, that. man. Thank you. Yes, we are wrapping up at WrestleAid, and we have Rauma's boy. Yeah. Tony Tamminen. Aye, 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 aye. Here he is. And I guess you, you've already wrestled. You've already... Uh, yeah. And you beat Stark Adder. Yeah, that was a very nice match in front of my home. Hometown crowd. Yeah, that must that must feel like really cool. I mean, uh, now you've only not only, but I mean, you've wrestled in uh, Helsinki. You, yeah. Have you been in Sweden yet? No, no, I have never wrestled up abroad. Yeah, but uh, then in Finland, I guess Helsinki, and then a few other 
Helsinki, Lahti, Rauma, Leppävirta. This is the first time then wrestling in, in Rauma. Yeah, yeah, first time. All right, and is this even like one of the first... I guess there was Rumble in Rauma. Rumble in Rauma 1 and Rumble in Rauma 2. Okay. Yeah, I was in attendance in Rumble in Rauma in 2009 and then again in 2015. Wow, and you had this awesome entrance with uh, some cool Rauma cheerleaders. Are they from a sports team here? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I don't even know really. They just got it together. Yeah. That was really cool. I mean, it was definitely exciting to... I mean, the the whole people in Helsinki don't seem to appreciate you, I guess, as, <laughs> yeah. as much as they do here. But uh, I maybe don't know it's why. maybe it's the whole uh, hometown maybe it's the advantage. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the weather. But um, so tell tell us a little bit about like how did you get into wrestling and why did you uh, I guess want to be a pro wrestler? Well, I guess uh, it was <clears throat> around 2000 when I was in school. We just watch watch SmackDown and Raw. In, in television, and then played played uh, SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth, oh, yeah. and stuff, I love stuff that like one. that on, on PlayStation. And then from there, it was always like my dream to to start wrestling. Yeah. But the, uh, then it's just a long long way from Roma to, to Helsinki. I guess so, so it's, yeah. It's hard. And then I started in 2016... Uh, our our training and it was like nine months every Saturday yeah I left with bus six o'clock in the morning wow <laughs> then three hour training in Porvo and then I was back home like at nine o'clock yeah that's dedication yeah there's that, not a lot of people I guess these days that uh, want something so bad to spend that kind of effort yeah. to do it so I mean I really I really appreciate that you that you went through that kind of length to to do this and um it shows while you're in the ring. So yeah. That's really great. And um that was training with FCF. Yep. And um in 2016. Yep. And I guess I mean slam wrestling and I guess that is booked this event and, and all that is relatively new. So how was it for you for wrestling for slam? Is it is it that much different or is it pretty much the same? Well, it's a it's a bit different. But um, it's it's still wrestling. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, it, I mean, and you get to showcase your talents in front of your home crowd. So. Yeah. And um, were you like, uh, did you want to emulate somebody when you were a kid? Uh, I guess what you know, playing those SmackDown, shut your mouth. Is was there a character that you always had to be? Well, uh, uh, about uh, two thousand, it was the Undertaker. Oh yeah. Yeah, my favorite. But my all-time favorite after that. Is Chris Jericho. Okay, yeah. good choice. Yeah. So, and, and still to this day, are you a big Jericho fan? Yeah, I am. You're I a Jericho holic. Yeah, I'm a Jericho holic. <laughs> oh, that's really great. And so, do you have a, are you wrestling again anytime soon? Uh, I think um, at the end of end of June. Oh, no, Ju- Ju- July. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. At the uh, Ropecon. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. That, that'll be a really cool yeah. show. So, well, thank you so much. Yeah, for, thank you. Yeah, for wrestling here today at your home crowd, and congratulations on your win, and definitely hope to see you back winning some more matches. Yeah, thanks All for right. having me. Thanks, Tony. Estrada Creative Helsinki, your brand and story with the strength of modern marketing. 
Social media gets your brand and message in your audience's hands, and your story with the boost of marketing and videography is your strongest means of persuasion. That's where Estrada Creative Helsinki gets involved. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Estrada Creative Helsinki. Marco Simonen offers photography and video production for business and marketing. In addition, editorial and portrait work welcome. For more, see marcosimonen.com. That's M-A-R-K-O-S-I-M-O-N-E-N.com. All right, and we are back with uh, none other than our good pal now. This is the second appearance. You're actually the one of two that we've had twice on the show, Matt freaking Cross. <laughs> How are you? Good to be back. Yeah, we're definitely uh, awesome to have you here in Rauma, Finland. And you have wrestled already. You had the opening match against the Lap- Laplandish luchador, Yami Alto. Yeah. And uh, you picked up the victory. So oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was great. Uh, today was the 26th country I've wrestled in. 26? So a milestone for me, something... Uh, I will genuinely never forget because uh, being, being able to travel the world doing what I love is what this is all about. And again, Finland was the 26th country. So wow. it's official. We did it today. I'm still beaming, and it was a great experience. Great. And uh, what do we got time here now? It's like 9.30 at night, and we got a nice blazing sun still going on. And you're loving this idea of a... Uh I guess a midnight sun. Yes, I absolutely. I'm a night owl, and I hate how at home or in North America it gets dark at eight or nine or nine thirty, and then your day's done. So there's always this time crunch. There's always this rush. Whereas here, I feel like time is on your side. Uh, mm. You can go. We were in the woods, and the people were swimming at like nine p.m. last <laughs> night. I'm like, that's incredible. So uh, if I had. A billion dollars, I would definitely buy my summer home here, or even more north, so I could experience, like, blazing sun 24 hours a day. There you go. And then as soon as it got dark, I would leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the funny thing is the property uh, value up north is actually really low. Okay. So there you go. I'm you in. Think about it. I'm or, in. You know, Since but I in, make so much money in the wrestling business, exactly. consider it done. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> by the way, you have the probably one of the coolest uh, pro wrestling um, gear uh, lines anyway. This wrestling is forever. I mean, the, oh, cool. the designs yeah. and the quality of the shirts and everything like that. Uh, I have definitely put my order into you already. <laughs> so um, tell us a, just a bit about where people can get wrestling is forever here. Sure, it's uh, everything is available at wrestlingisforever.com. Uh, two years ago, I broke my leg. Uh, I was out and sad, and I had the time and motivation to kind of put that together. It's something I feel strongly about. Obviously, all of us as wrestling fans have this crazy connection to it, and I think it's unlike anything else in the world. And there's so so. much passion involved and and sleeping on floors and making long drives, and it's just very unique. So I wanted to sort of encapsulate that idea and that idea of sacrifice and uh, working toward a goal and just everything people pour into this industry and sort of, uh, I call it like this weird amalgamation of like passion and fashion, you know, it's like, ah, yeah. you're, you're not even buying a t-shirt. I'm not selling hoodies. Like you're, 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 you're a part of something, you know, that we're yeah. all a part of something. And we're, we're this weird global family that's starting to get the recognition that I think we've deserved for so many other years. And I just want to help the culture that surrounds wrestling uh, elevate. Like it's being shot in different ways, presented in different ways. And, uh, 
you know, I, I want the fashion to kind of uh, reflect that. So wrestling is forever is, is I try to print on, you know, premium apparel and just bring it to that, that next level. It's, it's what, it's what this industry deserves. That's very true. And so get yourself some freaking wrestling is forever merch, some gear, be a part of that family. Cause uh, you will be in good hands. That's for sure. So this is what was it? Twenty ninth, twenty sixth, sixth. Okay, so I'll get there. But yeah, well, I don't <laughs> doubt it. Jeez, but twenty sixth country that you've wrestled in, actually wrestled in. Yeah, uh, which is, I don't know. Can I say that anybody else has done it? Probably there's one one guy that you're chasing that might have hit like twenty seven or something. But so. My friend Sami Zayn, who's likely ah, my best friend in wrestling, he's wrestled here too. He, oh yeah, yeah, oh, very cool. So he said he's wrestled in twenty seven, but he included Puerto Rico, which is not uh. technically correct. I've also wrestled in Puerto Rico, so uh. we are now tied. Uh, so I just need one more country: <clears throat> Denmark, uh, Sweden, <laughs> <laughs> Portugal. What up? Yeah. Um, and uh, then, to the best of my knowledge, and who knows if it's true or not, I'll be the best. Uh, the most well-traveled professional wrestler of our generation, yeah. uh, and, well, and and to be done completely independently with with no help, uh, without a major contract or anything like that, you know, that's something I definitely am, am proud about, and it encapsulates that DIY punk rock ethos. Yeah, and uh, I, I love it. You know, seeing the world and doing what I love—that's that's most people's dream. So this is, of course, your first time in Finland, not only just to wrestle but to visit, and you got here a little bit early, and. Uh, I mean, you found out, I guess, that Finland is not much of like a sightseeing place, whereas maybe London and Paris might be. It's very much, I guess, all about this nature idea and the vibe idea. And um, it is definitely an interesting place that takes some time to like sink into. And one of those things is a sauna. And I don't think you have been there yet. So I heard that that was a major part of the culture. Every day it's come up. Uh, every person I've talked to has talked about it. I'm leaving tomorrow morning. I was here an entire week, and I didn't see or go to one. Wow. Uh, so I don't know what to think about that. Well, that what that means is actually that we need to have you back. I think, yeah, there we go. You there need go. to come back, and then you, I think when you come back, you will probably have a sauna like Every day. I, I need it. I <laughs> People need will it. be pulling you into those things. I mean, so. if anyone's... I mean, I'm beat up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if anyone needs this, I need it. But, uh, yeah, I hope to do that next time. I, I was I enjoyed hearing the stories about uh, how it's fully embraced by the culture and, and yeah, well, to, we... to a, a funny extent. And <laughs> <laughs> and I and I loved learning all the little things that, that actually you shared with me. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of fun. The whole week has been, been really fun. And I did get to explore. We went to the, the Sea Fortress, Somalina. I'm sure I'm yeah. butchering the name. Somalina, yeah, sure. That's... That was a lot of fun. And, and just, and again, enjoying the, the hours and hours of sunlight was kind of my favorite thing to be, to be outside and for that length of time was, was really nice. Yeah. And um, I guess you've been on a tour then. So how long has your tour been, and uh, what, where have you gone? I started in uh, Switzerland. Well, actually, uh, Beyond Wrestling in the States runs every Wednesday now, something called Uncharted Territory. Oh, so right. I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I wrestled on a Wednesday for them in Boston. Uh, directly from Boston, I headed to Switzerland. Uh, Switzerland to Germany, Germany to England, England to Finland. And tomorrow, sadly, I leave. Uh, but I don't. I don't even. I, this is three weeks, but I'm not even ready to leave. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Well, that all it is is then you got to come back. I mean, uh, there's 
many more people you can wrestle here. So, and once you get done with those, just do it all over again. <laughs> of course. And it was, it was neat. I mean, again, this is my first time uh, coming and seeing people uh, get the Wrestling's Forever stuff. Like, it's, it's like, weirdly, not, well, I guess it's not weird, but it's, I want to say weirdly meaningful, but it's not weird. It's, it, it is meaningful to me, though. Yeah. I, I, like, to see the people wearing this thing that I believe so strongly in, in, in a country that's, you know, so far away and someplace that I've never been. And to make that connection and, and all the people that I spoke with and talked to me after the match was... Was was something that I'll carry with me too, because again, this memory is gonna is something that'll last forever. Yeah, well, because it is forever, right? right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, this is Matt Cross, and we are super proud and very happy that you could make the journey over here and definitely come back. Uh, and when I'm in Toronto, hopefully you can wrestle for uh, who is it over Smash. there? Smash. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah I do make uh, almost monthly uh, appearances for Smash, so let me know. All right, do a Christmas show or something because I'll be there around that time. All right, but all right. Yeah. Thank you so much again for absolutely everything. It was an honor for me to ref your match as well, and uh, really appreciate. Uh, you coming all the way over here. Yeah, thanks for looking after me and uh, making sure I had a, such a great time. Yeah, well, thank you, and have a safe journey home. All right, hello, everybody. Shooting the shiz at, and we have the man, the rebel, the myth, the legend, all those wonderful things who came in on a screaming awesome car. What, what, what was that? This is Starbuck, by the way, the rebel Starbuck. Your co-host of shooting the shizzle. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. knew. I knew you. I knew you from somewhere. Yeah, you knew me from somewhere. Yeah, that's good. But you came in on a on a blisteringly loud like race car. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that was pretty wicked. That was one of the coolest entrances I think I've ever seen. To yeah. be honest with you. Well, Eddie Guerrero had a low rider. I, d I didn't have a low rider. I had. I, I don't even know what this car was, but it's it's a uh, MTR Racing. So yeah. if you want to check it out, MTR Racing Finland in Rauma. That's R A U M A. So if you want to check it out, just go to Google and uh, punch it in. Do it. And did a huge burnout and everything. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you lost today. Well, you know, the thing is that uh, with, with Tajiri especially, um, it's my most famous feud in my entire wrestling career, yeah. right? So this was our seventh singles match uh, since 2010. So, I mean, we have a storied history. And this, these are just the singles, right? Yeah. Uh, we're, so tag team matches on top of that numerous right, times, yeah. numerous times. Um, and that said, you know, a lot of people don't, don't realize that like Dynamite Kid and Tiger Mask, that their series that is world famous, yeah. they only had seven matches really? together. All yes. Right. So now you're tied. Yeah, I'm tied with Dynamite and Tiger Mask. For no kidding. For crying out loud. There anyway, you go. But, so my point being, um, I, I feel no shame in losing to the Japanese buzz, uh, Yoshihiro Tajiri. I mean, even though he missed at me. You know, yeah, even though I didn't he, see it because well, I, he, I, I got knocked down and then I went for the pin. Right. So, uh, okay. Well, the thing is that I mean, you saw it after the pin. Well, I'm yeah, sure, yeah it was pretty, pretty obvious. I mean, it's all over my face. I can't even wash it off as I speak right now. As as we do this, uh, true, I shooting got it on the my hands. I mean, it's it's on my face. I tried to wash it with soap, just like I mean, literally just a second ago, and it just won't come off. I don't know. It's got to wear off or something. Is, I don't. Is this the first time he missed it? You? No. Jeez. Yeah. First match we ever had, he missed me. <laughs> But, really? I beat, but I beat him that time. Oh, yeah. there you go. Well, yeah. I guess, you know, you I got, win some, I got, you lose some. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, you know, I, that time I got 2010, I got in a desperation super kick, and, and he went down, and I got the pin. But, you know, tonight, I, I mean, his kicks, 
his buzzsaw kick, and, and just in general, his kicks are so freaking fast and, and sharp. And the thing with Tajiri is that people got to realize this guy's a former kickboxer. Yeah. Right? It's he's no joke. No, it's that's true. This he's, this was definitely not a joke of a match. That's for no, sure. no. And and the guys, I mean, I'll put it this way. I mean, in this match, it's like he was running from me in the beginning. You know, it's like he kept yeah. on going out of the ring and just like, I mean, I was getting pissed off. I I was honestly like, get into the match. I mean, honestly, let's do this thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, well, he just kept on going out, and well, you know, sometimes you're. Your gumption gets the better of you, but anyway, it's this time. I mean, he got his hand raised, and that's it. I mean, I I'm not crying over spilt milk. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, it's uh, now we're at. You know, I got four wins over him. He's got three wins over me. So out of seven matches, um, hey, somewhere down the line, match number eight. There you go. And then you'll need the the big tiebreaker at the end, I guess. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm gonna, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to keep my. Uh, my headway here the next time go. around, right? Yeah, well, yeah. that'll be. It's going to get tough now. But uh, so this was Wrestle Aid. I mean, the biggest. Uh, this this was a great show. I mean, uh, the, I mean, well, it should be, man. This, it's, the the event was. There's lots of really good, loud people here, and uh, you know what the thing was. You know that, that I that I'm really proud of the fact that when we marketed this show, we marketed to the entire west coast of Finland. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is that when I looked at this crowd here today. We had everybody from kids, like we're talking about young children, all the way down to grandmothers and grandfathers. That's right, yeah. Okay? That's how wrestling used to be back in the day, the 70s and the 80s. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, and you, it brought entire families out. It's not just the wrestling fans, right? Yep. So the wrestling fans already know the product. They're going to come anyway. If they want to come, they're going to come. Yeah. Right? Uh, you want to reach out, especially as a business, right? Slam Wrestling Finland is a business. It's a legitimate uh, wrestling business enterprise. And, and when I market and when we market to different uh, wherever we're wrestling, um, I don't want to just bring the wrestling fans. I want to reach out to new fans. Yeah. I want to bring new people. And that's the great thing that when you see all of these, like, all ages demographics show up, that's what warms my heart. Because mm. the thing is, that's you got to win that audience every single time. You're starting from scratch because they're not fans to begin with. Yeah, exactly. And that's the beauty of it. When they catch on, when they actually buy into it, they say, this is the greatest thing on earth. Yep. And I saw it in their faces, yeah. you know, especially yeah. a lot of the young kids were just enthralled. They were just glued, you know, I, I think that some of them didn't even remember to cheer because they were just so, like, mesmerized. Well, before I just came to this interview here, I mean, I, I was literally outside the door just a second ago. We ha I had a, about a 50-year-old father and his, uh, was it his 16-year-old son? Yeah. Right? So, I mean, the thing is, the father comes up to me and says, hey, come here, come here. I've seen you wrestle now three times. I never got a chance to meet you. I want a picture with you now. Hmm. It's not his son. He didn't get the picture for his son. Yeah. He got it for himself. Wow. Right? So 50-year-old man about, yeah. you know, I'm just ballparking here. Sure, sure. You know, and the thing is, that's the beauty right there is, is that you're touching people, you know, that across the board, mm. that your work, your body of work speaks volumes to people all across the board. There you go. And that's what I'm proud of is, is that like with Slam Wrestling now, we're, we're reaching new audiences. We are legitimately branching out. We, we got national television, ex television exposure across Finland. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for anybody watching outside of Finland, I mean, it's www.is.fi, www uh, uh, sorry. 
Um, so that's like anybody on the internet can can actually see the feed. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this event, WrestleAid, will now be up for two weeks. All right. That's great. Free on is.fi, and you just find the button or the, the graphic that says ISTV, and you'll see WrestleAid. There you go. At no expense to you. That's free. That is a bargain. I mean, you had wrestlers from, what was it, nine different countries? Nine different countries, yeah. This, like, uh, co-main event of uh, you, you and Tajiri with yeah. that crazy feud that you guys have had that we just talked about. And yep. then yep. this uh, three-way women's match that is, as you said, I mean, all over the world from yeah. the Central America to UK, Europe, and then all the way to Asia and from That's Japan. It. It's That's just, right. like, incredible. That's right. I mean, the thing is, this was the most remarkable women's match in Europe, I argue, this year. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I dare, I dare any company out there. I don't care if you're Defiant. I don't care if you're, uh, if you're like any of the UK companies, IPW or whatever, 1PW. I don't, I don't care who you are. I, I dare you to yeah. put on a more remarkable a match even on paper than what yeah, we had it. here. And this match is like crazy on paper, and then watching them do their crazy stuff out there, yeah, it was just as crazy as it was on paper. So, you know, I'm really proud of you for putting all hey, this thanks. together and yeah, yeah. with Riku Forstrom, and yeah. I, I'm sure he had just a blast. And yeah, and I want to also, I, I, honestly, I have to thank uh, my other co-promoters. I, we ha- there, were, there were four of us right. on this event, right? So myself, Riku Forstrom, um, and then... Rauman Lukko, which is the local hockey team here in the in this area, in this city. Right. Um, and also a guy called Tony Protoni Järvinen. So he's Good a DJ, name. a local DJ. And uh, I want to thank everybody that made it possible. This was history in the making. It definite, definitely was. And, um, well... I don't know what else we can say. I mean, this is well. That's uh, pretty much it. So I hey, thank you everybody that were uh, you know if you were part of it, uh, good for you. If you weren't, shame on you. But uh, if you missed it, watch it on ISTV. Yeah, that's right. If you missed it, go to www.is.fi and find the graphic or then the link that says ISTV. You can see it for the next two weeks for free. So on behalf of myself, thank you everybody and uh, Saya freaking Nara. Yeah.